This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. This is Amanda Nelson, and today's Hand Cell is Godland by Liz Lenz. Let's take a break for our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Avid Reader Press. So this next book is a really fun sounding mashup of different genres. There's a little time travel, a little romance, a little spy thriller action going on. So in the near future, a civil servant is offered the salary of her dreams and is shortly afterward told what project she'll be working on. A recently established government ministry is gathering quote unquote expats from across history to establish whether time travel is feasible for the body, but also for the fabric of space time. This is an exquisitely original and feverishly fun fusion of genres and ideas. The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley asks, what does it mean to defy history when history is living in your house? Colleen Bradley's answer is a blazing, unforgettable testament to what we owe each other in a changing world. It kind of gives Outlander meets Cloud Atlas or If the Time Traveler's Rife was written by Sally Rooney or Colson Whitehead. Make sure to check out The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley. And thanks again to Avid Reader Press for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read. And I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so I have mentioned Godland on our main show, I think once, but I wanted to spend a few minutes specifically talking about it, like really focusing on it, because this is a memoir that came out in 2019. Liz Lenz is a writer and a journalist who lives in Iowa. She writes for a local, I think it's Des Moines paper, a local paper in Iowa where she lives. And she was married to a very conservative man, was herself 
an evangelical Christian growing up in the Midwest until the Trump administration or the Trump campaign, you know, until that campaign, um, until 2016. And her husband was a big MAGA dude. And she encountered, of course, a lot of that in her church and in her community. And it led to her divorce. And eventually, she wrote this book. Uh, the subtitle is A Story of Faith, Loss and Renewal in Middle America. And this is really an attempt to answer the question, what has happened to the white people? <laughs> and I say that kind of glibly, but that's pretty much what she's asking. As we know, now, um, after two elections in which Trump was on the ballot, white evangelicals, white Christians turn out for Trump at alarming, astonishing rates in the 90 percentile, right? Like just bananas. And how did such a such a person, how did a philandering, cheating con man become the savior of an entire swath of middle American white Christianity. It's a thing that makes no sense on paper, right? And so Liz attempts to answer this question because she knows these people. She's grown up with these people. She's lived in the Midwest her whole life. She still lives in Iowa, has a great newsletter, BTW, the name of which I cannot remember off the top of my head, but I will put in the show notes and you should go sign up for it. She's still writing for her local Iowa paper, and she is still like a very angry feminist single mother at this point. And her perspective on what has happened to kind of the middle of the country is really fascinating because in my, you know, I live, I live on the coast. I live in Virginia, which I don't know if I, it's not like a coastal elite situation. I would not say Florida is also on the coast, whatever, but I don't live in the middle of the country. I live in a very diverse town and it's a, you know, Virginia is a blue state. So uh, <laughs> a lot. I, I don't really encounter the kind of people who Liz has spent her, her entire life being around. I did in my childhood and my young adulthood, but now as an adult, I have really kind of crafted a bubble. Even though my neighborhood is is purple, but becoming increasingly blue, and so it's easy for me to escape uh, the kind of mentalities that Liz very purposefully goes in search of to write this book. And it's not just her memoir where she's talking about how her increasing feminism caused a rift between her and her MAGA husband and between her and her pastors. But, um, you know, after her divorce, she kind of tours the Midwest, going to various churches, going to different community centers and trying to figure out where this split has happened in American culture, where, you know, there's a line where she is attending, um, I think it's a training for, for preachers who are going to go take over churches in the Midwest. And she's, you know, as a journalist, is there attending it. And she asks one of the pastor's wives, you know, why aren't you going to go to like New York or to Miami or to a big city where there are more people who you could be, you know, quote unquote, helping. And the woman says something to the effect of city values are not Christian values. And Liz just kind of doesn't know what to do with that. And I thought that was so striking. Like that, that sentence to me really sums up the divide that both after the 2016 election and now we are really grappling with uh, the idea that city values and Christian, by which this woman means white Midwestern values, cannot be the same. I think that's completely false. Like, I think that's complete BS nonsense. But obviously, a lot of people think that that's true. So it was a great starting point for me. You know, after the 26th election, I think a lot of us went through these phases of reading books, because that's what we do <laughs> as nerds, as like book nerds, you know, uh, trying to understand like what happened, including Hillary's memoir, what happened. And when this came out, it didn't come out until 2019. And it felt so, I don't like emotional, personal. It's not condescending. You know, she's not here to like explain the Trump voter 
in a way that, you know, I'm a I'm an intelligent liberal and I'm here to explain how you think kind of a thing. Like these are her neighbors, you know. And I know some people will say, well, so much air has been given to the white Trump voter. Why are we still talking about the white Trump voter? And like, I totally understand that, right? It is obnoxious that we have to continue having these conversations, but also 70 million people voted for him. So we're going to have to contend with it some way, somehow. And I think starting with a memoir that's very personal and is about one woman's experience of discovering her voice and her agency and how she had to completely remove herself from that community in order to do that, I think it's really useful. So that's Godland, a story of faith, loss, and renewal in middle America by Liz Lenz. And that is it. Thank you so much to our audio editor, Jen Zink. Thank you for listening. You can email us at getbookedatbookwrite.com. Please review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us online. I'm on Instagram on the weekends at I'm Amanda Nelson. And Jen, you can find on Twitter at Jen IRL and on Instagram at I am Jen IRL. And we will talk to y'all on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>